Hey, I'm Spencer Powell and welcome to Remodeler Stories, where we highlight remodelers. Every remodeler has a unique story and journey and we can all learn from each other. Stay tuned for a mix of inspiration, tactical tips, unique strategies, and some laughter. The remodeling business is tough, but rewarding, and we're all in this together. Let's kick this thing off. Before we get into today's show, let's talk about our show sponsor, Remodeler Growth Community. Remodeler Growth Community is a peer-to-peer networking group exclusively for remodelers. For a low monthly fee, you get access to some of the best minds in the industry, life-changing business strategies, and the ability to connect and learn from people who've walked the path you walk. Go to remodelercommunity.com to enroll today. 100% satisfaction guaranteed or your money back, so there's absolutely no risk to you. Go to remodelercommunity.com to enroll today. Today, I sit down with Todd and Jill Johnson. Todd is the owner and general contractor of Holly Home Renovations, based out of the Twin Cities in Minnesota. In its first three years, the company received multiple awards, including a 2022 National Cody Award for Historical Renovation. As a third-generation member of a construction family, renovating homes has always been a big part of Todd's life. He has a passion for renovating historic homes and loves the challenges that come with age. Walls are not square, floors are not level, and it takes creative solutions to address problems uncovered. Todd is an avid Iowa State Cyclones fan and has a newfound talent of singing Disney sing-alongs as requested by his son. Jill is the project coordinator for Holly Home Renovations. She works to guide clients through the pre-construction phase. Jill also works part-time as a physical therapist. Her passion lies in helping clients improve their quality of life, whether that's through her role at Holly Home and creating spaces that better support family time, or her role as a PT and helping patients recover from neurological injuries and disease. In their spare time, Todd and Jill enjoy spending time together as a family with their toddler and chocolate lab, both of whom enjoy serving as supervisor on the job sites and are expecting another baby boy to their family this July. Now for the conversation with Todd and Jill Johnson. Hey, Todd. Hey, Jill. Welcome. Hi. Hey, I'm excited for today. Give the audience a little bit of background. Who are you guys? What's the company and where are you located? So we're Todd and Jill Johnson, husband and wife. Todd grew up in a contracting family. We met in college, started dating at Iowa State University, and then moved up to the Twin Cities. I came up here to become a physical therapist and Todd came with, he began as a real estate agent. And then it was at that time that we, Todd started looking for his first flipper house. He ended up finding a big historic project in St. Paul, Minnesota. That's where we're located. Called me one day and said, Hey, I got something you got to look at. So I came over and I was like, well, this looks a little bigger than what you were talking about, but sounds good. We started taking on that remodel and that was about four or five years. And it was in that time that Todd decided that opening his own general contracting business was what he wanted to do. He kind of went a little back and forth at first, just, you know, growing up in the industry, you see a lot of the good and the bad. So we were a little hesitant if that's the route that we wanted to do right out of college and so young. So it was that project that kind of gave us the go ahead that this is what we had to do. And this is what we both loved and worked together well with, at least I think. Yeah. (laughs) So... We started the company then. That was about three and a half years ago. He took on full time with the company about three years ago. In that time, I graduated and became a physical therapist. And then this past year, 
I dropped down to part-time at the hospital that I work at to help join him and take a little bit more of an official role with the company too. Right on. Yeah, that's cool. So yeah, you guys, I guess three-ish years into it. I'm curious, what kinds of projects are you guys doing today? What does it look like? What are you focused on? Typical projects, kitchen, bathrooms, basements. You know, we also do kind of smaller in-betweens, whether it's just like a fireplace tile feature wall. Summers, spring into the fall, we'll do decks, porches. I refuse to work out in Minnesota winters on those from a comfortability and standpoint and productivity standpoint. And then we'll kind of get into a little bit bigger project. Like right now, we got kind of a historic attic conversion with two bathrooms. But generally, so far, staying away from additions, whole house, just from a production standpoint and kind of getting tied in too big of a project where it really bogs down our schedule for a long time. So maybe and, maybe in the future, but at this point, we kind of stick to the nice one room, one setup, kind of easier to complete. Sure, our, sure. our niche, kind of our passion has become the historic homes. Um, with Todd's past, he has big, his family's company did a big thing with a historic high school. So that was kind of all of his introduction and growing in construction. And so St. Paul, Minnesota is has just beautiful old homes that they're working to preserve. So that's really been our passion, helping kind of younger younger families move into those old historic homes and make them their own. Yeah, that's cool. I think there's a lot of opportunity there. Well, I'm curious. I want to rewind a little bit, go back to like year one, because year one of starting a business is always an adventure. What was that like? Chaos. <laughs> yeah. Still trying to hone in on you know what exactly we want to be doing at that point you're just kind of you're taking projects what you can you know whether that's stuff you wanted to or not i would say but never never did a project where i like immediately started and said like what did i get into but certainly projects that at this point would just be like i we're not going to do that type of thing but you just you're trying to gain traction you know i was in the field, doing the work myself, along with trade partners, and also trying to kind of run the back end, you know, really didn't do too much marketing other than just word of mouth, and family and friends who saw the project we completed. And you know, just kind of slowly building, kind of trying to find how you want things to function. So I grew up in a contractor family, but we kind of did a quite a bit of mix of doing historic high school into apartments. And then we built custom and spec houses, some remodels. And then I hate the word flip, but we were remodeling homes for profit and you know foreclosures, that type of thing. So we kind of saw that whole thing and going through the, the process of kind of narrowing down what we really wanted to do moving forward. That first part is always, you know, there's so many options in so many directions. And it's it's part of it is just narrowing the field. Like, what do we want to focus on? <laughs> yeah. I should mention too that the first year of the company. We had just gotten married about a year before we decided to start the company. And then we found out we were expecting our first son that first year. Wow. And then after we kind of got through that newborn stage with him, then COVID hit. So then that was the two years. So the first couple of years of the business kind of felt like it was like one, two punch. Every time you started, like you or started to feel like you got some traction, it was either our life that was changing or the world around us. 
Yeah. There are probably better times to start a business than others and worse times. And, you know, but I, I feel like uh, there's always punches being thrown, thrown at business owners. Oh, yeah. so you, you guys, if you started out that way, you'll be fine moving forward, you know, because uh, <laughs> I feel like actually in, in the remodeling space, there is a lot of family dynamics. Oftentimes it's husband and wife, sometimes it's brothers, parents and everything, but maybe just share a little bit about how that works. Like, do you guys divide and conquer with, with strengths? And then how do you make tough decisions? Just kind of, yeah. How do you guys navigate that, that dynamic? And you also have a young growing family. So you've got a lot of, a lot of things in the mix, maybe share a little there. Yeah. We are about as different personality wise as we could be. I like things on a schedule and I like things planned out looking ahead. What's coming next. Todd knows what's coming next, but he's a very in the moment kind of person. When we took the decision to take me on more full time with the business. It was coming from a point that we were operating well in the construction zone once projects got started, but then would have to take the pause after a project finished to get the next one up and ready. Because just both time-wise and management-wise, Todd didn't have the capability to do both the construction and the pre-construction you know, project coordination stuff. It just so happened that kind of the stuff that he was hurting in is stuff that I'm strong at stuff that I enjoy doing. So we talked about it a lot before we made the decision. It had been a discussion for quite a few years, almost since the start of the company, because we also knew when you start working together as husband and wife too, you never really get time off from the work part of it. It's always there. But yeah, so Todd kind of handles, he handles the construction. So anything that has to deal with, you know, estimates or planning, working with the trade partners, that kind of stuff. And then the actual construction schedule And then I have taken over our project coordination. So I start meeting with clients and then I'll do, I'll help work through floor plans, design, whichever route they want to go. If they want to do an interior designer or kind of select stuff themselves and then work together to kind of get proposals put together off of, you know, the design and construction side, put it together. And then after we've got a construction start date, Todd kind of takes it from there. I'll keep communication. I'm a little bit more accessible then Todd can be on the job site at times. So the nice thing as husband and wife and wife working together is that you can be really honest when you think that they're not doing as good as they can. It's been fun. Yeah. Jill's much more outgoing than I am. I'm much more reserved. So even if we try to do kind of like a site visit, get to know them, and then do a design agreement to kind of plan out everything and so we're not estimating for free and all that kind of stuff. And Having both of us there, I think, has really helped. She just brings a better personal connection than I did by myself. And I realized that that's not my strength. And like she said, it, it does help off that we're both, we have our strong suits and we have our weaknesses. And it's kind of, we play off each other really well, I think. And the stuff that she's taken over is the stuff that I would kind of always push off, push off and let kind of fall to the back burner and, you know, put out the fires or be on the side to push through to get things going. And, make sure deadlines are met, that type of stuff. So, Yeah, that's cool. I feel like, yeah, when you have such different strengths and you can utilize them, you're in a good spot as long as you, you know, work through the the tougher times and everything because you have two people that you know are 100% invested in the success of it, you know, like yeah, uh, versus, exactly. versus if you don't. And so you like, you both have a lot of skin in the game, which I think produces a pretty high level of output. So that that's super cool. I think that family businesses are really cool. I grew up in two different ones on both sides of my family. So I've gotten to see a lot of those dynamics. And the challenging part just is like navigating like the work life. Do you draw a line or is it just like we're blending everything and we're just making it work? Like 
I don't think there's a right or wrong answer, but it's always just a fascinating dynamic to like see how it plays out and how you structure it and where you draw your lines and where you don't and all, all that kind of stuff. Yep. So. Yeah. Our little, so we have a three-year-old and we're actually expecting the second in about two weeks right now. He'll come. Ooh, congrats. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. As if our house isn't crazy enough here in the middle of a remodel, but that's what we do. <laughs> the really fun part of it and the really rewarding part of it has been seeing how having our own business, even though it, it feels like at times that there's never that off time, how often we're able to incorporate our son into what we're doing. So he's come along on site visits. He's come along to the design agreements. He's come along to showrooms and he loves construction and construction tools. So he'll be on the job site working with us as we're trying to wrap stuff up and family time looks a little bit different sometimes, but it's, it's fun to be able to still find ways to weave that in and kind of make it a a bigger part than just a business for us. That's cool. You guys are similar. We have a three and a half year old and a one and a half year old. And yeah, I mean, the three year old, he's obsessed with construction trucks. And like we're in a, a development where there's a lot of new construction going on. And so we're always just chasing, chasing down trucks. Like, hey, that's a cool thing. Like he's going to get an inside look at inside the walls and all the like all the cool stuff. So it's fun when you can like integrate it versus like thinking about balance. Like, Eh, balance probably doesn't really exist. It's more like balancing. Like you, sometimes it's heavier one way and sometimes it's heavier the other way. So yep. yeah, that's super cool. One question I have for you guys, because you guys are pretty new into your business journey. You may have the same answer or different, but what's one thing that really surprised you about being a business owner or something you maybe didn't expect? I grew up in it, but just you know, talking to friends and you know, like kind of a more, I want to say normal job, but they leave kind of at the office and it's and even you for the PT side of it, you know, they leave and it's kind of over with, you know, the construction, especially with the COVID and the shortages and the supply chain stuff just kind of seems like you're, you're never off, you know, there's always something kind of on the back of your mind, but it also, it does give you the freedom that you have the flexibility and things like that, that you, you know, you are not stuck to a nine to five, but I guess I, even growing up in it, I, didn't realize that, you know, if you're not careful, you can, there's always something you could be doing, you know, if you don't shut it off at the end of the night and we're pretty deliberate now with, with our son, you know, if he gets home from daycare, I'm done. You know, if I got to do some stuff, I'm going to wait until his bedtime and then I'll jump on my computer to finish estimates or something, or we'll go over stuff after his bedtime. Kind of putting those boundaries in place because it's easy to let those run. Yeah. I would, weekends too. And I would say the biggest thing for me, that's been a surprise, especially since I joined more. I had been helping as much as I could. But once we made the switch to me joining more, it was really nice for mine and Todd's relationship because we went from both of us working separate full-time jobs, caring for a toddler in a, in a crazy construction industry. I mean, things were just booming and we couldn't couldn't quite keep our head above the water, which is a positive thing for a new business, but it had kind of reached a point where both of us were, you know, spending time with Hank. But then after Hank went to bed at night, it was both off to our separate stuff to keep things going. So even, you know, with the switch with me being part-time with him, even when we have business stuff going on, when it's just the two of us as new parents, it's nice sometimes to have, you know, Oh, we get to go to a site visit together. Just us like the kids at home and let's grab a drink on the way. Well, I guess a drink when I wasn't pregnant, (laughs) but it's been really nice to be able to carve out that time and have something that's 
the two of us specific too. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love that. My wife and I, yeah, we, we started meeting up for workouts over lunch because it was just like, mm-hmm. when do you have that like hour where it's just the two, you know, it's hard to, to find that Chaos. time. So yeah, I get that. Like driving to the site visit sounds like a normal thing, but it's actually like, actually, this is pretty, pretty nice. So yeah, you, you actually get a time to like talk about your day and how things went and Toddler's not screaming for a snack. (laughs) (laughs) Upset that the the snack's the wrong one. Well, yeah, and it's, I mean, classic that you always pick the wrong one, Todd. So, yeah. yeah, I do the same thing. Hey guys, I know that if you listen to Builder Funnel Radio, you are hyper aware of the fact that the way people shop and buy, it's changed dramatically over the years. And for the last 10 years, really since I started doing all this, helping my uncle's remodeling division scale up from about 2 million to 10 million, We've been helping remodelers and builders and contractors all over the country really refine their marketing systems. And I recently decided to kind of bottle all of that up into my first book. And that book is called The Remodeler Marketing Blueprint. And you can pick up a copy by going to the website, remodelermarketingblueprint.com. You can also search for it on Amazon or wherever books are sold online. But I highly recommend you go over to the website because we've got some cool book bonuses that go along with that if you pick up a few extra copies for your friends and colleagues or your teammates. So it would mean a lot to me if you've been listening to this podcast for a while or even just a few episodes, if you've ever gotten any value out of it, head over to remodelermarketingblueprint.com and snag your copy today. All right, let's get back to the show. I know you guys have been at this not super long, but th- you know, three years you've done several projects. Any like weird or wacky projects or funny client stories? Anything coming to mind that you guys have run into or just like, oof, can't believe that happened? You don't have to share yeah. personal details or anything. The one that comes to mind is we got, we had one project that we did. This was pretty close to the start of the business and it was some exterior work. And door, you would have to fill in the details, but there was a client that reached out to us that there was someone that crashed their car into their house. They lived at a spot that that shouldn't have happened. And it came out that it was a impaired like meth or something like that. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that was just kind of a project that... Weird, weird phone call to get that. Yeah. Like, well, some a car crashed into our house. <laughs> like, All right. <laughs> cool. Well, we need some help. Yeah. yeah we can look yeah. at it. And they... Very fortunate, the car just kind of clipped the AC unit and dragged the AC unit across the side of the house and broke a single window. But that, yeah, that, that was a unique one. <laughs> the clients are great. They're like, so you're about to start a second project with them here. But definitely, that was a unique one. Could have been so much worse, but yeah. You think, yeah. yeah not I, a unique start, but easy client. So that's good. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I guess like interesting, which we promote this quite a bit on our social media and our website. It was a pretty cool find. But when we were doing our Holly house, that's where our, our historic, that first renovation was that we started with. When we pulled off all the siding, we uncovered hand-painted billboard signs huh. and it covered the whole exterior of the house. And so it was from a skating rink in like 1880, St. Paul, the time that the house was built. And they had just 
risk all the boards, but we found that all over the exterior of the house. And then it was on all the subfloor, the roof, roof. they just kind of grabbed what they could. So we, we ended up making the newspaper and the news off of that. And then we pulled a couple of them to use as design in that house, some design elements throughout. So that's probably been the coolest find. I don't know that we'll ever top that find. Yeah. yeah, That's tough to beat. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, right off on your first project. So yeah, it was it was a sign to keep going, right? So, yeah. <laughs> what do you think the future looks like for your guys' business? Maybe like fast forward another three years. Where are you guys trying to go? We're trying to grow. I'm kind of in the process now of I'm trying to get out of the field more and more as we just kind of build our trade partner relationships and get more and more help on board. It's just us. We have trusted trade partners for most things. But like anyone else in the industry, you'll talk and it's hard to find good quality people doing the work. Hopefully supply chain starts to get better (laughs) for us. That would simplify a lot. We're Uh, managing. Yeah. But I think continue to grow, but we don't ever foresee, you know, having, you know, five trucks, 15 employees kind of going that route, but definitely maybe getting into more bigger projects as we kind of grow our pool of trade partners. We obviously still love to keep going with our historical. Mm -hmm. That's really my passion. And our passion is kind of updating those historic houses to kind of fit more modern day life while keeping all those historic charm and trim work and all that stuff. I just add on to that too, you know, at the same time of growing our business, having that nice balance where you do have time with the two boys or you get to include them in the project. We're really working to build a business that fits our family and then that we also help families live better in their spaces too. So just kind of keep pushing that that family aspect of it because that's that's really what it boils down to for us. Yeah, we never wanted to get to the point where family time is suffering because the business <laughs> is much. taking but this this past year has been really nice. And something that we want to continue doing is we've really been able to dial in on the, you know, that niche client. So not feeling like you have to say yes to every project and, you know, we're not the right fit for everybody. And there's projects that aren't the right fit for us. So continuing to kind of hone in on what works well for us, what works well for the client and how do we make sure that we keep, keep making that best match that we're working on projects that we like. Yeah. That's cool. And nice clients. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> they all, all have been wonderful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. No, that's cool. Well, hey, I got a got a couple more questions to wrap us up. One, just kind of thinking about the industry the last couple of years, been bonkers, crazy, you know. What are like one or two challenges that we really need to be working on solving as an industry and not just like calling out as a problem, but like, hey, if we can all rally around this and actually solve it like that would that would make a big difference i mean i think it's everyone talks about it but the labor shortages you know i'm like our generation i was brought up in the construction industry worked with my hands was always fairly good at it naturally but it was one of those things that everyone got pushed you gotta go to college you gotta get a four-year degree and i think our generation is really starting to see that that's not necessarily the best case and we're just sorely lacking bodies in the industry, whether it's electricians. I mean, you talk to every trade partner and it's, they can't find people that want to get into it. I think it's, it's going to get worse here as 
because my dad grew up in construction. He just retired and his generation has all those guys that, you know, they could do a little bit of everything, understood everything. They're running job sites and, you know, it kind of shifted to everyone got so specialized and focused on certain tasks, not so much the whole process that as those guys retire, it's going to get worse. And the numbers are ticking up, but I mean, that's, we're keep talking that we want to get more and more involved in helping, you know, whether it's high school programs or something like that, just showing that, you know, it's, it can be a great career for kids that don't want to sit in a classroom. And I was, I was one of those kids. I have ADHD. I <laughs> struggled through college. I graduated, but definitely not what my strong suit is, is sitting in a classroom at a desk. Yeah. Yeah. We, that's one of our goals for this next year is getting involved more. We'd like to target like that middle high school level, you know, before they're having to make the decision of going, going to college or trade school and just kind of showing the opportunities that are out there and then helping as we can, you know, to educate or teach. One of my favorite things about personally working on a job site with Todd is I did not come from a construction family and I don't know much, but every time that we work together, he's, he's nice and patient and he does this with trade partners too, if needed, but he'll sit and talk through the why, the how, and he teaches the skills rather than just step in and get the work done himself. So kind of keep fostering that at our job sites and then within the community too, as much as we can. Yeah, that's cool. And yeah, it's super important because yeah, we've we've all been trained, go to school, get a four-year degree, go get a tech job or, you know, something. And that's a great fit for some people. And like I said, not a great fit for others. And and part of it's just the awareness of there are other options. That's not the one. Right. Fact, what are so. the opportunities out there? Yeah. yeah. And I mean, right. it's, it's a fulfilling career for people because at the end of the day, you can look at some, some days it looks like you didn't do anything. But. <laughs> Other or days, it looks like, what did I even yeah, do? You know, yeah. You can kind of see all your work kind of accumulate, whether it's the day or the week, and say, well, we did that. And, you know, visually see it in front of you, which I think is rewarding in itself. Yeah, it's a very, very tangible end result for sure. All right, final question to wrap us up. If you could leave us with one piece of advice or some words of wisdom for other remodelers out there that are listening, what would that be? Oh, gosh, I'll let Todd go last as the actual contractor. But for me, it's always been, I'm the one that likes things planned. I like to know how things end up. I like to know how things will look. And at every point so far in our journey, it's always felt very scary to take the next step. And then within a month or two, whether it was starting the business, me dropping down from you know my full-time career, I, having kids too, <laughs> you know, any of those big steps in regards to the business have felt very scary to make. And you always have that talk in the back of your head of reasons you shouldn't do it. You can't guarantee how it's going to look, but you know when it's the time to, to make the moves and just being kind of brave enough to know that you might not know exactly what it's going to look like, but that it's worth the risk. Yeah, that's my biggest takeaway. Yeah, I always try. No one knows everything. You can always learn something, whether it's from a trade partner or you know, we go to the builder show. We you know, with this magazine build show on YouTube, you can always be getting better and learning more and more and new products. Yeah, new products. That's ever evolving. No one knows everything, and it's constantly changing. But I love that about construction. There's always something you can get better at and learn. Yeah. No, I think that's great advice. Always, always be learning and pushing, pushing the envelope. Well, cool. Well, Todd, Jill, thanks so much for spending some time and sharing your story. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for having us. 
Thanks for tuning in to Remodeler Stories. Don't forget to subscribe to the show and leave us a review. Every month we pick a winner and send out a free copy of my book, The Remodeler Marketing Blueprint. Just leave a review over on iTunes to enter to win. See you next time.